everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with an episode about friendship. Aww. We're going to be talking about some friends we've had, um, our closest friends today, how we go about it. Um, and we are joined by a special guest later today. So before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So I have officially finished my last assignment. So this means I have graduated from my MBA program. And now I'm in the cruel, cruel world of unemployment. That's it. That's my update. Yay to graduating. But also keep in mind, listeners, that we are in the middle of a pandemic and job opportunities are pretty rare to find these days. So hang in there. You're going to find a job in like a heartbeat. You're very qualified. You're very skilled. I have no worries at all. If you're anything, I say, take the time right now to relax. If your heartbeat is uh, this long between each interval, you should probably get that checked out by a doctor. I am an athlete, okay? <laughs> um, on kind of a side note, but on topic was when I told Maggie that I finished my last assignment, she was like, oh my God, I should totally send you something because we can't see each other right now. And then she was like, okay, wait, never mind. I'm not going to send it to you. Well, like first way to tease me with like a potential gift and not get me anything. And then secondly, the reason why she couldn't send the gift was because her go-to gift is the shakers from movie theaters. Like those little like packs of like salt and vinegar, cheddar, dill pickle that you can get. That's her go-to. And because they don't have those on Uber Eats, she's like, I can't get it for you anymore. But on top of that, she was going to get me salt and vinegar. And I really don't like salt and vinegar because it burns my tongue. And she just found that out. And that is why she did not win episode three of Who Knows Me Better. Do you want the gift or not? We said we would wait for sushi. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I am just going to complain about the fact that you didn't know that I didn't like salt and vinegar Which is kind of funny because me and Maggie had really never shared popcorn before because I think we have different popcorn tastes. Like, I'm just a pure butter connoisseur. She is a salt and vinegar shaker kind of gal. I sure am. Um, I think it just adds, like, a nice zest to it. It makes the popcorn a little spicy. Not actually spicy, but, like, flavorful. (laughs) I, for the same reason, I don't eat ruffles all dressed it burns my tongue and it makes me that's literally my favorite chip doesn't it hurt you no oh okay you have like a geographical tongue or something i i think my tongue's pretty strong but if i have too many of them like it starts burning like it feels like i have cuts on my tongue i think i'm the majority here i think you have a sensitive tongue because like all dress is my favorite Maybe you just have like a cat tongue where it's like super abrasive and nothing affects it. I'm going to take that as a compliment today. <laughs> what is your update this week? Um, so I am a fool. Um, it's the middle of a pandemic, but I, I pick and choose. I think I'm like pretty selective with who I see. I went to see my friend um, and then it, he he only sees two people me and his best friend and his best friend goes into work and his... anyways long story short they both have covid i'm in self-isolation um i have no symptoms which is pretty great i got my covid test today um and it's day two of self-isolation going a little bit crazy um 
hopefully next week I can update you guys on my results. I'm thinking it's going to be negative, but like, we'll see. Can you tell us more about the test? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've already taken the test before. I took it last year. So fun story. I went to Niagara Falls last year and then someone coughed near me without a mask on. And I was like, oh my God, I have COVID. Um, last time it was a drive through this time it's like pretty straightforward. Like everyone is super nice. Um, long line, you book online and then they take like a kind of a long Q-tip and they shove it up your nose and they ask you, do you have a preference for left or right? And I said, surprise me. And she said, I'll do the right. And I was like, oh God. And it was like, like I prepared myself, but it was still like a lot of burning. Like I thought my nose was going to bleed. And we all know how prone to nosebleeds you are. Yeah, I actually went back to my car to double check that my nose wasn't bleeding. And that's it? And then they just like send you off on your way? Yeah. And they were like, we're not as strict anymore. So if you get your results back and you're negative, then you're done self-isolating. You're free. Okay. But if you're positive, then what? I mean, like, I'll still be in self-isolation. I, I can't go anywhere. I know. But like, what? They're going to tell you you're positive and that's it? That's Well, like, like they're going to call me. But like, because I'm not severe, right? There's nothing. I don't need to go to the hospital. Oh, okay. So like, if my cases are mild, like mild symptoms, I just have to stay home. There's like nothing else they can do about it. It's oh. unless I'm on like, like, I cannot breathe. Like, I'm dying. Like, I'm on the brink of death and I should not go to the hospital. I mean, then I should go to the hospital. But if it's, like, super mild, like, fever, like, coughing, that kind of thing, you can, it's treatable at home. They don't really tell you how to treat COVID. I realized this when I was Googling it. They're just, like, drink lots of fluids, eat lots of citrus and fruits. If you lose your sense of taste, good luck. It's going to be gone, gone in, like, months. Yeah, that's, like, the worst part of it. So, but so far, so good. Like, nothing... Nope. It's been day five. I have no symptoms. I could be asymptomatic or I could just be pure no. I got lucky. Great immune system. Thanks, mom and dad. On the bright side, you have a lot more time to yourself now. I'm so bored. I have so <laughs> many things to do, but I'm so bored. You the just, fact that I'm confined to like one room, basically. You just keep rooms. cleaning your room over and over again. It's not. It's getting so messy. I'm so lazy. <laughs> Um, I do feel for people who are not in in kind of worse situations than me. Like even if you're self-isolating, you're living alone or like you have like no family or friends near you, that must be like super tough because like how would you get your supplies and everything? Even like takeout and stuff like Uber Eats, it's like that's going to kill you alone based off the delivery fees, service fees. Um, and yeah, it's like they tell you you can't go through drive through if you're self-isolating. It's hard to do grocery pickups. It's hard to get a lot of things. So these are tough times. We're sorry for everyone out there. Yeah. You're very fortunate that you have a slave of a brother that can just bring you food to the door. Yeah. Shitty life pro tip. Have multiple kids. This just goes back to my... We're not marrying our siblings. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gross. No. They'd be mm -mm. nicer to you. No. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. <laughs> okay. Okay, who is your beef or crush of the week? So I've been watching, well, like my go-to right now has been doctor shows from for some reason. And um, so I went through New Amsterdam and now I'm on to watching The Resident because of my favorite dear actor, Matt Zucri. Hmm. I don't know if I actually said Matt, that right. Matt Chicouterie. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry if I butchered your name if you ever listened to this. But I can't believe you're 43 years old. 
I've loved you since the days of The Good Wife. You're the only reason I started watching this show. Um, You are very old. And I did not expect that. He can get it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So first picture here, obviously, of him. He does not look 43. He looks maybe 35 at most. That also kind of does explain the fact of why he has so many wrinkles. And I'm like, but you're so young. Like, why? And he's like a resident. Yes. And he's a resident. But he, he they did explain this whole backstory of like he did like a few tours. Um, like he was in the Marines, I think. Um, so he did live a whole life before he's like became like a doctor and everything. So the- Even though like he's an actor, he's lived like a great life as an actor. Like finance boy from Gilmore Girls, lawyer and the good wife, doctor in the show, army man in the show. Like, wait, go, Matt. Yeah. You know? he, he has very successful careers in the shows that he he is in. Yeah. And he is basically, he has a rich family in every single one of these shows. He has that look. That's why. Yeah, he does. Because, like, Gilmore Girls, his family's rich. The Resident, his family is rich. The reason he got into, like, The Good Wife is because, like, his family's rich. Or, like, not into The Good Wife, but into the law firm. Mm -hmm. It's because, like, dad pulled connections or whatever. Or his mom was, like, a senator or whatever. Uh, It's his dad. His dad's a lobbyist. Oh, okay, yes. And in this show, like, his dad is, like, a multi, like, I think he's a billionaire and a very powerful man. So, I wish I was typecast like that. I would be typecast as the extra who was murdered all the time. You would be the quirky best friend. You would play, you would be the uh, Aquafina. Never call me quirky ever again. What the hell? <laughs> but like, what did I do to you? I was talking to my dentist earlier and she was like, I'm starting to get real tired of seeing Aquafina in the exact same like character like in every single movie that she's in and i'm like yeah she's the quirky best friend and like she is the like she is the humor of like whatever movie that they're shooting she's like you know how in rom-coms they have like the sassy black friend yeah that's that's aquafina now they've yeah they change it to asian yeah and that could be you my mom will be so proud <laughs> i mean she's still like a title character so she still gets probably paid more than you do now i guess yeah but like give me more depth <laughs> i yeah. i am an oscar winning actress okay <laughs> is she no she's not oh okay Wait. the farewell was actually pretty good i know she was like she also did her I... own thing like that girl from queens oh nora from queens yeah. yes that uh, I think the farewell actually won like a few awards. It was pretty good, but not her. It was a serious role. I can't remember. She might have. Well, anyways, that I think that's your Hollywood character. And if we play, who knows Maggie best? That would be what I'd say. You wouldn't say like someone cool, but I admire like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has been in like one movie that's not a documentary, and it was she's just he's just not that into you i'm pretty sure and she played like the ditzy no was that Val- no it was valentine's, valentine's day. day yes sorry how do you forget about cats she was in cats yeah she was in cats for like 10 minutes what who did she play 
I don't know, a cat? Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> the one movie I think Taylor Swift did, she was um, the ditzy blonde girl that was a cheerleader. So is that who you want to be? Again, give me more depth than that. Give me, like, ditzy super blonde cheerleader by day, superhero by night. Sure. Okay. The range. Kim Possible. Okay. Sure. <laughs> what um what is your beef of the week or crush of the week um well i don't really have any but you told me to say this one because it was kind of stupid um so i had made a funny tweet about my covid test and i was saying something along we'll insert the tweet here but it was something along the lines of i like to see the positive side of every situation like a covid test if negative great if positive, then boy, oh boy, do I have the perfect tweet for 128 of you, because that's how many followers I have on my personal Twitter page. And then I tried to take a screenshot and show you, Wanda, and I have to include like the 128 followers in there, but there was an ad blocking it. And this ad was from Sportsnet Center, whatever it is. So I reported them three times. First, I blocked them. That didn't work because I kept refreshing it and came back. Didn't work. So then I reported them. And then I thought it was all gone. But then I realized you logged in and you were like, hey, did you report someone recently? And then I had to explain the story to you. So now I, I am explaining it to our listeners so they can see how crazy I am. Um, and the things I will do to show Wanda how funny I am. Anything for the shot. I'm a slut for the humor. <laughs> That's funny. I just read the, I just read the tweet on your on your page. Thank you. I'll send the compliments to the chef. Yeah, I also read the comment, the what you retweeted afterwards. And I... <laughs> Wait, what did I retweet? Um, the victorious one, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually me. Yeah. Um, the tweet is basically saying I fit well in victorious because every time they had a problem, they tweeted it about it before finding a solution, and that is Maggie. Although she tweets before, during, and after. <laughs> This is true, because I think I like to find the humor in all situations, which I have been told is also my flaw. <laughs> you at a funeral. How can we make this funnier? <laughs> <laughs> How do I make people laugh right now? <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Quick updates. Yeah, Mary. I'm really glad you shared that with us. I, I really need the world to understand, like what my i have process. to sometimes deal with my process <laughs> yeah but i um compliments to you for your commitment thank you <laughs> okay so um we're gonna um talk about friendships we have our special guest joining us her name is gabby um she is also one of my closest friends we're gonna have two of my closest friends on this wow what a battle royale it's gonna be um so yeah so we're gonna talk about um friendships along the way friendship fallouts and then we're gonna play a quick game of who knows maggie best we'll see listeners place your bets now yeah i've been I dying for this questions. really yeah i have absolutely like I've been waiting for it since episode three because i want to prove that i know you best because i listen <laughs> Don't make that face. <laughs> I listen. 
uh re earlier to when maggie wanted to send me salt and vinegar and i was like no. how could i have known this we don't share popcorn together <laughs> she literally memorized my phone number but she doesn't know that i don't like salt and vinegar okay welcome gabby to the podcast um gabby you want to say hi to the people hi nice do you want to introduce yourself a little bit um i'm gabby uh i've been friends with Lana and Maggie for a couple of years. Okay, Gabby, tell us your first impressions of each of us. Uh, first impressions are kind of blurry, um, especially with high school. Because uh, I remember going in and it was like, everyone is Asian. After coming from an elementary school where like there was three Asians. So it's kind of overwhelming in terms of first impressions. But uh, I think I'm met wanda in either grade nine english class or math it was one of the two and i think i met her through another friend and i just remember like it was just so easy to be around her and she would always make me laugh um <laughs> maggie was kind of a different story because <laughs> i met you in elementary i think it was grade six it's grade yeah. six, six yeah. Right? yeah. And uh, I think up until grade six, I was the only Asian, like, in our grade. And then you and a couple of other Asians came and I was like, oh, okay, yay. Like, there's, there's more people like me here. <laughs> but um, I think because you were friends with the other two, like, well, it was hard for me to become friends with you. So I think it was just a little awkward. So it was kind of like, okay, hey, I'll, I'll be acquaintances with you. but. And like you were nice and everyone knew you was like smart. And that's kind of like the impression I had of you. And then I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess I'll just be acquaintances with her. And then clearly jokes on me because here we are. Oh, yeah. You're like one of my best friends today. Mm. Um, even though you've told me before, you're just trying to censor yourself and be nice. You were like, when I saw you, I thought you were a bitch. I mean... <laughs> I think that went hand in hand with everyone was always talking about how smart you were. And I kind of felt attacked because I was like, I'm no longer the smartest now. And, so was, and you kind of just, you were like, hey, I'm better than everyone. Yeah, we talked about it. Maggie had like a self-realization. She was like, I think I was a bully. <laughs> and I talked to you later, Gabby, about this. And you, you were like, yeah, yeah, I could see it. Which part? Like, see you as a bully? No, the the people we were talking about, like the situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like a weird like mob mentality, I think, in elementary school. Yes. But we digress. Wanda, tell your first impression about Gabby. I honestly, I can't even remember who I had for first year English or math. So now I'm like, I'm trying to think back to like grade nine, and I honestly, I I don't know. Like I, I can't pinpoint the exact moment that I met. Gabby but I think we were in no were we in gym class together I think we had gym yes, class second semester. all three of us yeah yeah because like I remember hanging out during gym and yeah, I think yeah. that was when like we kind of like more so became friends like that is my I don't know if that is true but that is my earliest memory of you at that point so I'm sorry I wish it was more in depth okay <laughs> But 
mostly the same. I think you've stayed very consistent throughout the years. And like, I know that sounds weird, but like, <laughs> yeah, you're consistent. Um, Yeah, you were always like super nice and everything. So like nothing like there was never once where I was like, oh, like there's something wrong with Gabby or Gabby did this or like hear that being said from anyone. I knew. Oh, I knew you as like the super sporty one um because like you like you'd be like super into like basketball and like every single thing we did during um like gym and stuff so i was like holy crap she's so like athletic and everything like i wish i was more athletic oh that's oh that's so nice i never thought i never thought of it that way yeah you don't know that you're athletic Literally, if you go into Gabby's house, you'll see, like, a shrine dead <laughs> Gabby. It looks like she died or something. Like, all her, not even trophies. It's, like, participation stuff too. Wow. You hating on my participation trophies now? No, it's just, like, they're all, like, athletic stuff. And I'm like, you didn't know you were athletic? No, I knew I was athletic. I just didn't notice that that's what people think, like, first off of me. Mm. Fair, fair. Was yours different, Maggie? Um, I we met through mutual friends, and like everyone seemed to know Gabby, like because I guess like she she grew up with like half the school, so it's like a weird middle school. So Gabby's elementary school is like my middle school, so like my people came to her school, so she already knew like a lot of people, and I knew like maybe forty percent of them. Um, so everyone seemed to know Gabby. Um, she was like friends with everyone. Um. A lot of like gossip and stuff that I would hear like hearsay. Uh, so I know we talked about this, but like your personality changed completely through the years. Elementary school you is very different. High school you is different. University is different. And now postgrad you is different too. Um, yeah, I think we were just acquaintances for the longest time. Like we we were like shallow, like surface level friends, like not super close. And then I think it changed more in like high school, university, like with our other like Nikki like one of our best friends too like three of us just became like super close um and we're still like super close today yay yay (laughs) that was a cop out of me saying yeah I fucking hated you yeah well I mean that was a given I wasn't the greatest in a monkey school so we all changed and kids are psychopaths so it's all good I was nice. I was a nice kid in elementary school. I am shaming the both of you. But yeah, so we actually brought Gabby on because, you know, like she's been through the phases, like she's gone through the ups and downs of friendships. And who better to to have on this topic than Gabby, our in-house expert on female friendships? Oh boy. I do not need to see your qualifications. We're good here. <laughs> um, so do you guys remember your who your very first friend was and how you became friends i'll start with you gabby so me first friend um actually yeah i think it was the neighbor he lived two doors down and i think i was it was just before kindergarten so we were like four four or five and I think at one point, all I remember is we were just inseparable and like we would always go to each other's houses like every day until he moved in Aww. grade two. And I think that's the very first friend I ever made. Oh, have you looked them up? 
I'm tempted to, but I'm also kind of like, maybe I'll leave that in the past, I guess. Also, I don't remember what his last name is, so. Oh. Um, what about you, Wanda? I, I honestly, I can't remember. Like, I don't. I can't remember. I, I have like a hard time remembering the start of things. Like, I don't know how certain things start. They just, I remember just being someone's friend. If you want like brownie points, you should have said, Maggie, you were my first friend. That would be so sad. I didn't meet you till grade nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently I was friendless for 14 years of my life. Um, very lonely existence. Uh, I like I I, can't, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I think like your very first friend like doesn't matter. Isn't like too significant anyways. Unless you're still friends. Unless you were still friends. Um, but I I mean in general like you're like, really young. I think little kids make friends like super easily. Yeah. Over like the littlest things like you don't like your racism, your political views, your other stuff like hasn't come in yet. It hasn't kicked in. Right now it's just, hey, do you like these toys? Hey, you're funny. Or I like it when you run. Yeah. Something like that. It's just, it's not yet like, oh, you don't support women's rights? Oh, okay. (laughs) That'd be so funny. (laughs) Three-year-old me on the playground. (laughs) Yeah. What about you then? Your first Um, friend. I think... I mean, I was friends with the neighborhood kids too, but I always got mad. I would always get in fights with the neighborhood kids. Um, Why? Okay. So one of them called me, told me that I looked like a boy when I came home after a haircut. So I threw a tennis ball at him, at his face. Um, And then we never became quite friends again. And then I moved and there were the other girls. But they said that I was like a puppy because I was a lot younger than them and I got mad at them. And then we never became friends again. So my very first official friend who I did not get mad at was when I was six years old. And then we stopped being friends because my mom was like, oh, okay, well, like backstory, like she tried to convert me a lot to Christianity and like my family is not Christian. Um, so, So that was like a thing. Um, but my parents loved her besides from the whole like trying to convert me thing they still love her they ask about her sometimes wow that's insane a six year old was trying to convert you into Christianity well like she would take me she would take me to like this after school like program thing it was at a church Um, and then like one day I was just saying like dear god or like trying to do prayers and stuff before we eat and then my parents were like oh no (laughs) (laughs) like bible school actually kind of yeah because they gave me a bible and like we'd read from the bible I thought it was really fun I mean yeah I like I remember the first like bible I ever got was like a picture bible like there's mm-hmm. pictures drawn on every page and I was like, this is so cool. What a nice fairy tale story about Adam and Eve and the creation of this earth. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Christians. I mean, it was pretty fun, but I will say, like, I don't know, maybe for all three of us, I'll say like, it's very like surface level shallow. Again, mm-hmm. I think how you make friends is just based on like a lot of environmental factors too, mm-hmm. proximity. Um, maybe it's just proximity, actually. You see kids your own age and you're like, nice, cool. 
Yeah. I think I just, like, whoever would be friends with me, I'd be friends with them. Like, I wasn't too picky about who my friends were. Yeah, exactly. Um, What process, or no, what is it like making friends now then versus at a younger age? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, so it's hard because it's like, there's, like, proximity is still, like, another thing. Like, I make school friends that I put in quotation marks that are kind of acquaintances because I don't really talk to them outside of the school year. Like, sometimes I jokingly text them at the end of summer being like, hey, school's starting. Looks like we're friends again. And then I talk to them every single day during the year, but then only, like, mention it, like, talk to them once or twice during the summer when, like, school's not in. So it's very strange I guess, like, the type of relationships I have now developed. Because, like, that's kind of carried through my MBA, too. Like, I've, I'm closer to some people in my program only during the school year. And then, like, the off times, like, I'm not that close to them anymore. And, like, I'm, I don't remember how these friendships start, but I'm a lot more picky. But I'm also not picky at the same time. <laughs> like, I can't seem to make, like, super close friends anymore. Like, I feel like I have, like, I don't know. Like, there's just something that is, like, I haven't met, maybe I haven't met anyone that's, like, been on par with who I'd want in my close friend group. Or maybe I'm just not opening myself up to those kind of opportunities. But some things, like, they're very just surface level friends. Like, all of them are just, like, yes, I will talk to them. I enjoy talking to them. But there's things that fundamentally to their character that I don't like so for example um I'm gonna use Maggie um so there's <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm just using you for a comparison so I consider Maggie one of my close friends and there's things that Maggie do where I'm like Maggie what the like why why did you do this like this is so dumb like I don't understand your thought process here but I don't hate her for it. I don't think there's anything wrong with her character because of it but then there's other people who I consider like surface level friends where I like they say like really dumb stuff and I'm like you are the dumbest person ever I can't believe like you think like this like what is wrong with you but like, so like Maggie could do like a very similar thing. I'd be like, oh, Maggie, this is dumb, but it is OK. Like, it's so weird. I don't I don't know what it is. Sorry, that maybe, was a very long spiel. <laughs> maybe it's because like because we met when we were younger, like it's it's like because you know me now and like you're willing to forgive me more easily than someone who like right off the bat you're like i don't know you as long you're stupid but maggie it's like oh i've known you my whole life i know who you really are this is a lapse in judgment maybe it, it might it might just be that maybe i just think that your character flaws are not your entire personality but then every like everyone else's character flaws are their entire personality name my flaws right now <laughs> you do not want me to go into that <laughs> Um, okay, Gabby, how about you? What is it like making friends at a younger age versus now? At a younger age? Uh, like you guys said, it was just easy. Just anything that was in, you had in common with somebody, that was the go-to. And after that, it's like, oh, you bond over that. So it's, it's like you both like sports. You both like this singer. It's like, oh, bam, you're like friends. Because you can just talk about that for hours with them, like as a kid. Whereas now, now it's hard because I don't, I don't make new friends now. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with the pandemic, it's like, where am I going to make new friends? And I think a lot of them, yeah, I don't remember where I heard it, 
but they were saying it's like how do you make friends when it's outside of work or school Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like just in a social setting so like the last time I had to make friends I guess was in university and I'd say I'm still pretty introverted so my process of making friends isn't really something I do as opposed to what others do for example like in university I went to a university that none of my friends went to so I was pretty much on my own and what ended up happening was I had it was a calc lecture in the morning and everyone went to frost week so they were all kind of like getting to know each other in like freshman year whereas I didn't go and so when I went to that first lecture I sat in the middle row in the middle seat by myself and people were sitting like in the front and the back kind of like having their own conversations already and I was like this is okay like I'll just listen to the lecture and whatever um and this girl walks in class like through the door and she like looks around and it's like she just spotted me like she had her eyes on me and she just instead of like sitting a couple seats away from me or you know in a different row she just right beside me and just starts talking and introducing herself and I'm like oh okay this is new like hello and then by the end of the lecture um we were we ended up talking about like what color she wanted to dye her hair and we were where we were gonna eat lunch next so it's kind of like I kind of was friends because someone else became friends with me or decided like hey let's be friends and then I became friends with people she knew so it was kind of like that kind of thing I made friends because she was friends with them first um and then the friend group kind of grew from there so I think for me it's still that process of you know I'll meet people through people I'm already friends with and that's how I make more friends there's like a tweet out there that's like um introverts only make friends when like an extrovert adopts them honestly yeah that's what that reminded me of I didn't watch what happened but I I wouldn't even say you're like super introverted yeah really yeah that's interesting because all of my university friends were like you were pretty introverted when you met I was like yeah no I'm just shy at the beginning that's kind of funny. Like, I have a similar story where, except the person didn't sit next to me. Like, there was a seat between us. Um, like, it was during, like, orientation. So, like, I sat at the very end. There was a seat between us. And then she sat, like, she didn't sit next to me, even though she could have. She sat in, like, the seat, like, one over. And then the only reason we started talking was because, like, um the person who was leading like the orientation was like hey talk to the, your person like beside you or whatnot and then the first thing I said to her was why didn't you sit next to me <laughs> and then she was like well I didn't know if you were saving it for someone else like I didn't want to like intrude I'm like no I was like I was like what's wrong with me why wouldn't you sit next to me <laughs> and then like that's how like I guess we bonded over like that particular thing like even like I feel like it would have been easier if she just sat right next to me and we would have just started talking I think that's a good tip sit next to people who are by themselves yeah they might just be an introvert screaming like be friends with me yeah like to answer my own question I think it's really easy for me to make like shallow like service level friends I don't think that's hard um but yeah back to your point one it's like really hard to make close friends because like none of you you're, you're both kind of shy like neither of you want to make that first step 
to be like, hey, we should hang out. But what I find, like, if I'm at work or something is like, I'm a very clingy person. Like, if I think I kind of like you as a person, I'm going to cling to you on, like, dear life. I'm going to be like, hey, what are you doing for lunch? Hey, let's exchange phone numbers. Hey, I'm going to follow you. What do you want to do for lunch? Hey, follow me or something like that. So I'm like very needy like that Mm -hmm. as a friend. And that I think like that's the key. Like you need someone in the friendship to be a little bit more open or more vulnerable, I guess, to being that close. Um, But it's still very tricky. Like I don't I don't know how you're supposed to make friends anymore besides work or school. Yeah, that's a good question. It's like outside of because all every single like time I've become friends with someone, it's more of like a situational need. Like I just don't want to be a loner and I like working or school better when I'm friends with someone or like I know someone there. So um like how do you do it? Like do you you can't approach strangers in a coffee shop and also don't don't strike up like conversations in an elevator because that's weird too. How long did it take you guys to become close friends with like your other people? Like, I don't want to hear about people besides me, but, like, just give me a general sense. With my uni friends, there's a couple of them where it's, like, it was just very easy to click. So it was easier to get closer quicker, I guess. Versus, like, yeah, with Maggie, it took a good couple of years. 13 years. 13 years. But I think it was also because I was around certain people a lot more than I was with people I've been friends with for longer right like I think I only saw you like once or twice in like every two weeks or something like that versus like with the uni friends maybe you'll be closer to them because like you see them every day or because you're like in the same area right Mm -hmm. I say this a lot but our brains are stupid we require repetition so that's why you have to see the same person quite a bit for the for the feelings to stick I can see that yeah I think it's like same with like open communication too like i'm only or i think i'm only really good friends with people who are really good texters like people who are good at online communication because like i like to flake a lot and bail out on plans a lot and if that's the only time we talk to each other like we're never going to see each other and i'm never going to get to be able to talk to you so like you need to be constantly online so i can send memes to i can talk to when the thing happens um that's kind of like my definition of like a good friend and how you develop close friendships it's just like because like you're not always going to be by someone like you're not going to always see them in person I can't save everything that I want to talk about till when we meet in person like there's just too much there to like remember I'm going to forget things like the heightened emotions of anger are going to be done by the time that like I have to see you in person so like I need to be on I need you to be online and supportive in the moment (laughs) that's my keys to a good friendship on call Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> on call on our friendship. <laughs> I know though that you tend to bond over like stressful situations. Um, like if you're with like shitty people, you're you're doing like a shitty assignment. Like you tend to bond over things, um, and that is like what really like connects the friendship even more. Um, I know me and Gabby bonded over like a shitty thing, but me and Wanda, I don't know what like really made us click. I think it's memes memes made us click i think so i don't i don't think we were that like we were close but we weren't that close in high school i think the only thing that kind of like i don't think we became close friends until like second year of university or like third year of university 
which was like five years ago. I don't think we were that close. I think we were that close in university. I thought we were closer in high school. Okay. <laughs> I saw I you like we were closer in uni for sure. I yeah. I don't I... remember anything. Oh my gosh. This is going back to. I thought I was closer to one in high school. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would say, like, I would agree with that we were because more close within high school. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. You friend <laughs> slut. <laughs> okay. Again, I think my problem is that like it took a lot of like character growth for me. Like I would say now I'm like a very empathetic, like emotional, like open communication per person. But I think in high school, like I tried very hard to like be friends with that like it killed me if people did not like me like it it like haunted me to my very core if no one likes me or like if I don't get along with them like I have to get along with people but now I think I'm very very open I think I'm not I, I would say they, like I would say I'm very closed off I am way more picky about who I'm friends with I like if I don't like you I will actively ignore you like you can reach out to me and I will never respond to you <laughs> Because it's just like, I don't have the time for that anymore. Like, if, like, I want to be. Yeah, that was like, that's kind of me now. Like, I'm, I'm not going to waste my time on people yeah. I don't like, but back okay. in the day. Okay, good. What did you do back in the day? Like, if, did anyone actually not like you? Like, what did you do? Uh, You told me you didn't, you, you told me that, oh, we'll save this for another, well, next topic. But, like, if people said to me, like, oh, like, I feel like we're drifting apart or something. Or, like, I feel like, um, no, when people get, like, a little bit upset with me, I'm like, please don't be mad at me. Like, I will do anything I can to please you. Please, please be happy with me. Um, but, yeah, I think I was, even though I was, like, very, like, close with, like, friends with everyone, like, I was still kind of closed off. Like, I didn't tell people, like, my, my personal stuff because that was, like, my own thing. And I felt like that wasn't, like, a happy side of me that people should see. But mm -hmm. now I'm like, hey, guys guess what depressing thing happened to me today i'm gonna go kill myself now that's my thought process jk um if you do have any of these thoughts please go see professional i am just doing it for the memes or post on twitter or post on twitter yeah <laughs> um actually to the next topic great segue me um friendship fallouts losing friends and stuff um when was the last time you guys had to do a friend breakup Wait, for the listeners out there, what is a friend breakup? Can you guys try to define that? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but, like, you guys explain it. Like, actively or, like, passively? Actually, yeah, explain all the types of friend breakups that you've gone through. Oh, I don't, I've never had an active friend breakup. Um, I guess, like, in elementary school, I was positive this girl stole the lock off my locker because, like, I told her the day before that she like my passcode because i was like hey we're like really good friends let's share passcodes and then the next day my lock disappeared and it looked like my locker had been ransacked and then her like she apparently just got a brand new lock that didn't look new that looked the exact same as my lock that i had and it like she got it right after my locker got like ransacked so i was like hey like i think that's my lock and then she's like no it's not i'm like okay but you see how it's a coincidence right like that i got my lock stolen and then you got a new lock that is like scratched and it looked exact same the exact same color exact same wear and tear as my old one and she's like yeah but it's just a coincidence and then i was like i don't think we should be friends anymore 
Wait, you didn't try to open the locker? She changed the password. What kind of rich-ass school you go to that elementary school gets, like, lockers? Wait, you didn't have lockers you in elementary? Lockers. I didn't. Not until middle school. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. In elementary okay. school, I didn't. I did. Um... Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't realize you were <laughs> we lived in the same neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I had a locker. I was so excited. I had so many pictures on it. <laughs> Wait, you took pictures of your locker or you put pictures in your locker? Yeah, I would take pictures of my locker to hang it up in my locker. <laughs> this makes no sense. I'm yeah, so... <laughs> of my locker. I don't know. You're just really happy you finally got one. <laughs> Here's my locker from a side angle. Here's my locker in black and white. Here's my locker in sepia. Here's my locker. It would be hard to take a picture anyway. It's like we had the flip phones. I didn't even have a cell phone in grade six. Yeah, I would have, I would have had to bring my professional family camera in. Um, I don't judge you for your actions as a young child. <laughs> But yeah, that was like so. That was like active. That was me actively saying, "Hey, we should not be friends anymore." And I think that's my definition of what an active, um, I guess, breakup is. Passive is you just start ignoring them, and then slowly, or like you don't really like go and try to talk to them anymore, and you just kind of like drift apart, kind of like naturally. That to me is like a passive, which is when like ninety nine percent of my friendship has been breakups. Friendship breakups has been. Mine has actually been the opposite, Ooh. which is weird. Where I think a lot of them, except for one or two, were actually active friendship breakups, which I usually I think it's pretty even in terms of who brings it up. Um, but I think the most recent one was, yeah, my friend brought it up, and she was like, um. Because we were really close, but we, we pretty much spent a lot of time together and we were always hanging out and we were always planning on doing things and like traveling and whatever. And we kind of just drifted, I think, after we both graduated. And um, she brought it up a couple of months ago and she was like, hey, like, I know we both haven't really had time to catch up with each other and, you know, hang out and whatever. Uh, and it just became like this conversation we were both honest that you know we don't have to pretend like we're as close as we used to be and it's kind of just okay for us to you know if we have time to ever catch up we will but it doesn't have to be to the extent where it's like girl I miss you or like oh we're like bestie still or stuff like that right and I think times when I brought it up it was more just because it's exhausting as honest like as I can be it's exhausting to put effort into friendships like especially with people that you would want to be close with. It's like you, you know, you, you talk every day or every couple of days or you catch up or like Wanda says, it's like you have a friend on call. It's like, if something's happening, you're going to text and be like, oh, hey, like this happened. You're like, oh, did you see this? So it's kind of tiring after a while if you have more than a small group of people that you're, you consider yourself close to. So I think I just got tired of that for a lot of it where I was just like, you know, maybe I need to have a conversation with them and see like, do they, you know, kind of agree that, you know, we're still friends, but it's just, I don't think to the extent that we used to be and just be okay with that. And like Wanda said, it's, if it's passive, it's, I think I've only done it once or twice where both of us, I think had that mutual feeling where it was drifting. So we just both never had the, put in the effort to kind of just 
check in or be like, hey, do you want to hang out? And it kind of just went from there. Can you tell me how you approach a conversation of like actively breaking up a friendship with someone? Asking for a friend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The one I did, I think it was, well, this was in between, I think between second and third year. And it was more of just, we had been friends since elementary school. Um, And in high school, we were still pretty close, like when we had graduated. Um, But then by second year, because we were just in different points in our life, we were in different schools, different cities. It was very, it was very awkward to say the least. And I brought it up in a way that was like, I don't think we both have time to see each other as much anymore. And then it kind of opened that conversation and she was kind of like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, um, we're both really busy and we're both doing this. Like maybe we don't need to you know, see each other this frequently. And it just, I don't remember how the rest of the conversation went, but I remember just being like, we're getting too busy and maybe we need to not see each other as often. That sounds a lot worse than it was though. I mean, I'm like a very (laughs) non-confrontational person. So this sounds pretty awful to me. That's what I'm saying. It sounds awful, but I think because it was a mutual feeling, like we were both feeling pretty tired and just having to keep rescheduling and it never working out. So I think when both people feel the same, then it's kind of like you just, it just becomes a realization at that point. But it does sound a lot worse than it was. Easier or harder than like a relationship breakup? harder I think it's harder because like it's harder to be like I want a friendship to end or like to have to cut somebody out of your life or if it's a relationship it's kind of like you know you're gonna have to move on anyway so to me like best friend breakup is pretty upsetting that like crushes your world because it's like this person was like your go-to like yeah boys and come in your life but best friends like you tell them everything like good news bad news like funny stories like they're the first person like you want to share news with and it's like to have not have that person there anymore it's like breaks your heart a little bit it's really hard i think the only reason for me why i might think that relationship breakups are harder is or sorry friendship breakups are harder is because you can very easily replace like um a significant other and you know that you will eventually replace a significant other, but like you never know if you're ever going to get a friend that's going to be at the same level as the last one. That's a really good point too. Cause yeah, back to our point before, like it took us each a while to get to where we are with our friendships. Like I don't have another 10 years to spare to build another best friend. 10 years, guys, my prime years are over. My prime (laughs) years was when I was 16. (laughs) JK, JK, my prime years are now. Um, yeah that's a really great point boys suck but also if your best friend is a boy then sorry yeah it's the worst if your best friend is also your significant other and then it's just like double whammy yeah (laughs) i mean but that's like the situation that i strive for it's like my boyfriend should be my best friend and but my best friend should not be my boyfriend (laughs) 
not I, you could try <laughs> um yeah so i'm like a very non-confrontational person i usually let it slide um i try to go the passive route um but i have had people like talk to me like try to save the friendship which sometimes works or people who like call me out on it like gabby before she's called me out on it and at the time i didn't think we were like super close anyways but you said to me like oh i feel like we're not as close anymore like i feel like you we completely changed like i think we should like just stop being friends and i was like what the hell like okay wait i didn't say it exactly word for word i'm like paraphrasing but i'm just saying like what you like i'm just saying it from memory when you right, said that right. to me, it, like, crushed my soul. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to get this girl to love me. Oh, maybe this is, like, the bad boy thing. What? <laughs> you know, in, like, rom-coms and stuff where it's like, oh, she's not giving me attention. Nah, I love her even more. It's like the rom-com trope. Maybe that's what I am. I'm a sucker. So am I playing hard to get? Yeah, you were playing hard to get. That's why we're so close now. <laughs> that how rom-coms are? <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> If you're after Maggie's heart, just play, just reel her in, then play hard to get, and then she'll come running after you. Yeah, exactly. come to me, I'll give you That's some how tips. Work. Yeah, exactly. Be a little bit mean to me. I'll come at you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, usually, like, the, well, like, Nikki's had that conversation with me, like, oh, my other, like, closest friend. Like, she has called me out on it. I was like, hey, I feel like we're drifting and stuff. And that, that's when I'm like, oh, shit, okay, like, I didn't mean to drift. Like, you're very important to me. But I've also had that uncomfortable conversation where I've had to initiate the friend breakup where I was just, like, like, it got to the point. And, like, I think I'm a very, like, positive person, like, positive, optimistic person and to some degree. And, like, if it gets to the point where I think talking to you is draining me, like, draining the life source out of me, where, like, you're taking up my time, like, I'm like literally I'm revolving my entire life around you and I don't like it and I don't like talking to you, then that's when I think you need to have that conversation where it's like, hey, I don't think that this is a great friendship. I think it's very toxic. I think it's manipulative. And I think I've every encounter I have with you comes out with me feeling like shit and like worse about myself. Mm -hmm. um, th that was a really hard conversation to have. That was probably like the hardest conversation I've ever had in my life um we were both crying uh then I became friends with them again after like two weeks I forgave them and then like it eventually ended where I just like ghosted them because like I just couldn't take it anymore and like I don't appreciate that I ghosted and I really am against ghosting now now that I'm an adult but I think like I had to do what I had to do like for my own mental health for my own self-esteem like it was just very painful <laughs> to be around that individual um and I think like I don't know like the reason why you're friends with people in school anyways is mostly because of the proximity too like you're bonding over like common things like now it like really tests your friendship like if you're you're out of school like are you still going to continue being friends like who's gonna who's gonna make that jump first are you both willing to make that jump and like I'm very fortunate that all three of us have made that jump and like a lot of people in my life too I'm still friends with after school um Yay. Yay. How do you make that jump? I think one of you just has to be super clingy. And I think that person's usually me. <laughs> no, you don't think so? I think I message you like a lot, be like, hey, are you free? Hey. No, no, I, I agree that I agree that, you know, someone has to be more clear. I'm just 
I'm trying to see if it works if someone isn't clingy. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, it's it's kind of you have to like find a nice balance too because yeah. like even though I love being around people, I also need like me time, and I am really bothered when people don't respect my me time. Oh, I'm gonna be a great mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that's your thought. <laughs> okay, so. I saw it on TikTok where it was a video where this girl was like, oh yeah, like I was waxing my roommate's butt like a good friend. Did I send that to you? I think it was you. Someone sent yeah. it to me. I was watching. I'm like, hold up. Wait, you, you can wax your friend's butt? And it's kind of, it made me real, like it made me evaluate my own friendship where it's like, would I ever? I, I sent it to you because be like, hey, would you, would we wax each other? Like I would totally be down to wax you if you wanted me to. But that's what I'm like, I'm thinking about it now. And I'm like, oh, like to some people that's like totally normal in terms of a close friendship. Whereas others, it's like, no matter how close you are, you wouldn't do it. Um, Wait, what? So you would wax my butthole? If you ask me to, I do it. See, one doesn't talk. Like, that's what I mean. I I draw the line at seeing my friend's vagina. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I, I don't think we like... I'm okay. You can go, like, I can see your boobs. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, I can wax your legs. I can wax, like, your upper body. But, like, if I have to, like, I think I draw, that's where I draw the line. Like, if you need me to stare at your vagina for, like, longer than a second, then I I don't think we're that close. But would you ever, like, do you think you would ever have a friendship that close? Or that's just not? No, I, I... No, I don't. I <laughs> like it when my mom sees me naked. So yeah, that's point. Yeah. So if you ask me to, I do it. That's a real friend right there. I would do. I would wax you. You wouldn't want me to wax you. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. I would do any other body part though. I would do your butt. So but I wax, would. So you would wax my butthole. No, I would not wax your butthole. I'd wax your butt cheeks. But you have to like have some like. Again, drawing the line at vaginal area. <laughs> Gabby, would you wax my butthole? Okay, I've had some. I had to think about this for a while because when I first got the video, I I kind of paused and I was like, "This really need like I really have to it think about this." It wasn't even like a best friend. It was getting my roommate to wax my butthole. That was a mm-hmm. okay, but you can be best friend with your roommate. Yeah, but why would you call them your best friend? Why would you call them your roommate? Maybe some know. people think it's closer. But yeah, if you really needed me to, I would. Oh, like <laughs> your warning, I would never ask either of you to wax my butthole. <laughs> I don't. I don't want a, an unlicensed professional coming near my butt. <laughs> so let's end it off with some general advice, I guess. So, like, anything that you want to share that you think will help someone who either is trying to make friends trying to maintain a friendship or trying to break it off with someone um well i think you can make friends i say you can make friends anywhere but like it's a pandemic right now it's tough i guess online is your only way online is the only way to do anything right now um be yourself i don't know like don't don't try to change yourself because again like this person you want this person to stick around for a long time this is lifelong friends you gotta be yourself you can't can't fake it a little bit if they can't take you out your worst they don't deserve you at your best. Thanks, Marilyn. That's deep. <laughs> I mean, also be careful if you're making friends online. Just oh yeah, I don't want to promote. 
<laughs> Not everyone is who they say they are. Um, Forgot about that part. There's crates out there. I can't even give good advice without remembering that there's pedos out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, just don't pretend to be someone else or don't try to please people just to be friends with them. Like, yeah, those friendships never last anyway. The best friendships are made when you can both be yourself and you're both happy in that friendship anyway. So you just be yourself. But reevaluate because don't just stay friends with this person because you've been friends with them for a long time. It takes a lot of courage to end the friendship. And if you're finding yourself feeling like shit or that it's a toxic friendship or you're reevaluating your friendship, maybe don't be friends with them. Don't put yourself through that. Yeah. I think a lot of people think about that for like relationships and stuff, but then they don't really apply the same mentality to like a friendship where if some friendship isn't self serving anymore, um, then they don't really cut it off because they're like oh it's just a friendship it's not going to affect me that much but it does and you should cut them off um i guess like yeah put yourself out there like at work at school wherever you are like that's going to be the easiest place like the people that you see every single day are the people that are probably going to be like more willing to be friends with you um it's a lot less awkward to strike up a conversation i mean you can always post pandemic like I'm sure there's other ways that you can meet friends like maybe somebody's reading a book at a coffee shop and you also like that book and you can strike up a conversation if you're not creepy or ugly because mm. <laughs> everything is creepier when you're ugly how do you know you're ugly <laughs> well this is how you're gonna find out <laughs> it's like weird if someone came up to you and was like hey i want to be friends i like the book you're reading okay you know what i take that back like i take back <laughs> that advice just go on bumble set your thing to making friends or like networking or something you can make your friends that way and maybe you'll get a cool job out of it and a date hopefully um, not <laughs> a date with a friend yeah um but I think yeah controlled setting the other thing is like you're gonna go through like multiple different friends like all throughout your life like just because like you think that you're drifting apart with like one friend and it doesn't it's not the end of the world like things happen like it you change as people as you grow older and like just because you're not as close anymore doesn't sometimes it doesn't mean that they don't still love you all the same as like they used to it just you are just different people now and it's for the better um I think the other thing is like try to evaluate your friendships at all times um maybe like not all the time but like if something just you know like you would know like if if we say this and someone's not sitting right with you that's the name that's going to pop into your head right now and you're going to be like maybe we should have some kind of conversation about it okay so we're going to play a quick game of who knows maggie bass um guys if you don't remember on episode three when we had jordan on we played a game of who knows wanda best and i lost so badly um do i have regrets many do you i think i could win yes um she just asked really hard questions but i asked pretty easy questions this time around what was my favorite subject in middle school and high school three two one english Wanda got it. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> Why would you say math? <laughs> you said middle school, high school. I don't know. Is this because I'm Asian? <laughs> no. no, it's not. I'm actually, I'm actually concerned. It took me that long. Um, you talked about this actually in one of the previous episodes. Oh, did I? Yeah, you did. You were like, I wanted to be like a teacher and everything. I was really into writing and stuff, and like you wanted, oh, yeah. you wanted to be a professional writer, and then yeah. 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 Okay, well, I guess that's not fair because the podcast and like Gabby, like didn't wasn't on there. But yeah, Gabby, why'd you say math? What the hell? <laughs> I okay. was a math tutor for like a year. Because no, because yeah, one math tutor and two. I remember you saying math was so easy in middle school. So I did. It was just in my head. Oh yeah, it was easy, but it was, I didn't like it. You were easy. <laughs> okay. What are the three foods that I hate the most in the world? You will get the full point if you can name all three of them. What is it called? We <laughs> have English names. <laughs> no, What's... I know. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna have Wanda go first. Okay, mushrooms olives and um used to not like steak so that gabby what do you say i was gonna say mushrooms and olives and i can't remember the name of this fruit for the life of me there's a fruit like a, it's like a it's like cantaloupe what is that fruit durian no it's a honeydew yes honeydew that well I said I would only give the point if you got all three, and none of you got all three. What was well, all three? Well, mushrooms for sure I hate, but I love olives. I don't know why you... <laughs> 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 um, I like steak now. I've never really hated it. I just, like, didn't like... You didn't like meat back in the day. Yeah, yeah I was a, I was really weird about meat because I yeah. kept thinking about, like, where it was from. Um, uh, honeydew is right, and cantaloupe. Oh, so both. Yeah, this is a fun segment called Did Maggie Tweet This? Um, what? <laughs> so I'm going to read out a couple tweets and you have to tell me if this is something that I tweeted or if some, this is you something. You think we pay attention to your tweets? Well, yeah, you should have because only 128 people are allowed to follow me. So <laughs> you guys are That's a lot. <laughs> First tweet. When I grow up, I want to be like Bruce Willis. Hashtag so badass. Hashtag looper. Did How I long have you had Twitter? Since high school. Hmm. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. No. no. This is wrong. I did tweet this. Oh my god. It was in high school, wasn't it? It was in high school. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Sorry, you guys didn't know that I wanted to be Bruce Willis. It's such a weird... Okay, I don't know. It just doesn't sound like you. Yeah. That was high school me. I would say generic things. Okay. Second tweet. First day of G2 and I already have so much pent-up road rage. That's okay, it? Ready? <laughs> ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Yes. Yeah. Gabby, what'd you say? Yes. This is false. This oh is not God. a Maggie. This <laughs> is really funny though. <laughs> like the fact that I have pent up road rage, man, that'd be so funny. The I real tweet. This was easy. The real tweet is first day of G two, and my mom is treating me like her on call driver. Hashtag I just want McDonald's. 
Hashtag come on, mom. God damn it. Okay, so the next question I have is my last one, um, but it's kind of like an open-ended one because I wanted to see what you guys thought, and I'll give the point to whoever liked the answer. Of. Wow, that's... Um, okay. <laughs> how can you tell when I'm in a bad mood? Okay. You ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. You tweet about it. I was going to say, you ignore them. <laughs> I don't really like any of these answers. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> did, did you not see the latest retweet of like the I would be a perfect fit for Victorious because instead of solving the problems, I just retweet about or just tweet when about I'm, it. When I'm like insanely mad, the first thing I do is go to Twitter. When you're insanely mad, you kind of like rant and then yeah. shut down. You do. Like you just like you yell or like you'll. If it's like, I think it depends on who you're mad at though. Because if you're mad at your brother, it's like you'll yell. And yeah. Like rant about like, him. Like verbally yell or like type in caps. Both. Like you'll yell at him and then like tell us and be like, Nick did this. And then like. You shame him on the family group chat. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And I do shame him on Twitter. This is also true. Okay, That's... I'll give you both the point. That's so dumb. Think of a better last question. <laughs> what meal and what dessert did I have on my birthday this year? Oh, I I know the I know the okay. Is it the one that you made yourself or the one other people gave you? The one I made myself. Okay. I know that I know one of them, but I don't know the other. Can you literally have like a birthday month where you just did have a birthday you month? You got whatever food you wanted. And I just... uh, I'm talking about my birthday, birthday. The day of your birth. The day of my literal birth. I did go crazy that month. That month I spent so much money on food. Mom, if you're listening, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I only I'm only sure about half of it. Okay. Three. Wait, two. what order do we say it in? Say dinner first and then dessert. I don't know what you had for dinner, so that's gonna be blank for me. Yeah. Um, my guess is uh like hello Iris's fried chicken for dinner. Um Gabby, what's your guess? I don't you made dinner on your birthday? I honestly don't I don't make dinner for myself on my birthday, the one day that I was born. I would have said sushi for dinner. Oh, yes. I oh, I'm pretty sure she did have sushi for her birthday cuz she said she was really bloated from eating a lot. Oh. And she couldn't remember if that was her birthday or like any time during that month. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was sushi. I feel like she got it from August date, but anyways, that's fine. Dessert, uh she made herself a carrot cake, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I was gonna say like a cheesecake, but okay, yeah. I don't know what to do here because Gabby <laughs> got the sushi part right for dinner, but Wanda got the carrot cake part right for dinner. So I like together, you guys make the perfect friend. <laughs> together though, not by ourselves. Yeah, not by ourselves. Like all together. Um 
Yeah, I did have sushi for my actual dinner, but the day, the few days before, like my birth week, I had gotten Korean fried chicken. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, and that's I what I was thinking. Korean fried Korean corn dogs. Ooh, yeah, that was before very though. Bloated. Same day. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was very bloated. I almost threw up that day. Jesus. And then I got sushi, and then I made a carrot cake. Yeah, that part I remember, because I remember you saying, I'm going to make a carrot cake for myself for my birthday. Yes. Hey, well, um, Wanda won by, like, one point, but all in all, these were very hard questions, I guess. Um, I'm just going to say right now that I knew this was going to happen. I've been preparing for this for months. (laughs) You didn't prepare the tweeting part. None of you guys got any of my tweets right. Again, 1,555 tweets is how many... like tweets maggie has tweeted and all of them are gold (laughs) i just knew you you were gonna say they were easy and they were not gonna be easy yeah i've been i had to win this one um because going back to episode three maggie did not win um jordan did so i had to prove that i knew maggie better (laughs) so i could rub it in her face i talk more Maybe but wait, happened. how much did how much did you lose by? She lost by a lot. Yeah, like a lot. <laughs> like very little, right? <laughs> You're really my friend. You'd memorize all my tweets. Yeah, that's all it takes to be Maggie's friend. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. If you just like like my tweets and retweet me, we're already best friends. What if they're a stalker though? Even yeah. better. There you go, guys. Again, we're gonna end this off. Question What's of the, the week. Um, do you have better friends than we do? <laughs> how do you meet your friends? Like, how did you meet your friend, or how do you plan on meeting friends after the pandemic has ended? And how are you going to go approach them? We need some advice. Yeah, tell us how we can make friends because I'm getting real tired of these ones. JK, JK. I love you guys. <laughs> Maggie just blew a kiss at us and also hit her mic. So sorry about that, <laughs> listeners. So sorry. Uh, Gabby, anything to plug? Choose your friends wisely. Aw. That's a good plug. You don't need to know everything about them to be their friend. This is true, because I do not know everything about Wanda. Yeah, go to episode three. Anyways, thanks for joining us for today. Make sure you like us and subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And we look forward to seeing you again virtually next Thursday. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.